ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಟು ವೇದಾಂತ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಸ್ವಾಮೀಜಿ ಹೊಳೆ ನರಸೀಪುರ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಲೆಕ್ಚರ್ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಸೀನ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಸೆಷನ್ಸ್ ರೇಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಸೆವೆಂತ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ಸೊ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಟು ದಿ ಕೇನ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಪ್ರಿಫೇಟ್ರಿ ರಿಮಾರ್ಕ್ಸ್ ದ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಕೇನ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಕೇನ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸ್ಮಾಲರ್ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎಡಿಟೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ನೋಟ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಪಬ್ಲಿಕೇಶನ್ ಬೈ ದ ಅಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ ಕಾರ್ಯಾಲಯ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಲೈಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟ್ ದಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ಲಿ ಇನ್ವೈಟ್ಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಅಟೆನ್ಷನ್ ಟು ದಿ ವೇದಾಂತಿಕ್ ಡಾಕ್ಟ್ರೈನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸಲ್ ವಿಟ್ನೆಸಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರಿನ್ಸಿಪಲ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಒನ್ ರಿಯಲ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆಫ್ ಅಸ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆಫ್ ಅಸ್ ಆಲ್ the upanishad tells us that while this self or brahman can never be perceived by the senses or represented by the intellect it can nevertheless be intuited as our immediate essence quite other than all that is known or unknown to us brahman readily lends itself to be made an object of meditation by its devotees but this circumstance should not justify any one to consider it as really an object of sense or intellect it is rather that metaphysical presence which quickens and enkindles all our instruments of knowledge so as to enable them to throw any light upon their objects if we could but attend to it introspectively we could intuit it as the eternal witnessing effulgence effulgence each time we are aware of any external object this knowledge the upanishad claims enables the aspirant to realize himself as identical with that brahman his own inalienable and eternal immortality shankara's bhashya and the gloss thereon unlike the other upanishads kena has two commentaries both ascribed to the famous shri shankaracharya for reasons stated in the sanskrita introduction i have come to the conclusion that the so called vakya bhashya cannot have been from the pen of the same author that wrote the other commentary how far my argument is admissible i leave the critical reader to judge the glossate on bhashyas has been generally identified with anandagiri that has explained shri shankara's bhashyas on the other classical upanishads as well as on sutra bhashya i have stated my reasons as to why i demur to this equivalence also in any case this glossator has not to my mind done full justice to many a passage in bhashya i have therefore ventured to offer these notes of my own explaining at fuller length many points that would otherwise remain obscure students who use the notes should be able to see how far i have been successful in this attempt next kathaka upanishad introduction the place of the upanishad the katha upanishad has to be inferred as belonging to the kathaka recension of the krishna yajurveda merely on the strength of the title it bears for we do not find any followers of that branch who are actually reciting it nowadays the relation of the upanishad to the other portions of the of that recension of the veda has not been indicated by any commentator on the upanishad shankara in particular affords no clue whatever either in his introduction or in the body of his bhashya which may lead one to determine the place of the upanishad 
the incomplete nature of the published portion of the kathaka portion adds to our difficulty for while the samhita of the recension recension has been printed both in germany and in our own country its brahmana portion has not yet been accessible to scholars it is a source of some solace therefore to find that a portion of the upanishad the dialogue between yama and nachiketa has its counterpart in taitiriya brahmana and a sort of redaction redaction in the mahabharata the story as found in the later has been given in detail in the sanskrit introduction it will be seen that the narrative there has little or nothing in common with the upanishad the incident of nachiketa's being cursed by his wrathful father to see yama is not an in uh, not in connection with the sacrifice yama sends him back to life after showing him the various heavenly worlds which uh, righteous men attain especially the loka which the gift of cows ensures the version in the taitiriya bears more points of resemblance the third boon granted by yama however the knowledge of the highest brahman transcending the sphere of all religious works is conspicuous by its absence there the relevant portion with the sayana's bhashya has been appended to the present edition of the upanishad for the convenience of the reader what has become of the kathaka brahmana is yet wrapped up in mystery patanjali in his great commentary on panini remarks that the kathaka and the kal uh, kalapaka are being recited in every village and yet the brahmana of that widely uh, studied veda has been fated to be thrown into the limbo of oblivion a portion of the taitiriya brahmana the third ashtaka contains a portion from the 10th prashna onwards which the present day traditional reciters style the kathaka it is noteworthy that the first two ashtakas of the brahmana contain only eight prashnas whereas the third alone comprises 12 thus rendering its title ashtaka octad a misnomer can it be that as the kathaka fell into more and more disuse the followers of the taitiriya appropriated this portion of it out of affection for a version of their own shaka the teaching of the upanishad in his introduction to the bhashya shankara calls both the agni vidya knowledge of virat or lower brahman and the knowledge of brahman transcending all religious works by the name of the upanishad it is obvious however by his introductory observations on the 20th uh, 20th mantra of the uh, first valli that he regards the knowledge of the higher brahman as preeminently the upanishad the innate ignorance of the nature of superimposition of the notions of action instruments of action and fruits of action he says has got to be destroyed by the knowledge of the identity of brahman and atman to be treated of in the sequel the special features of the bhashya the doctrine of conjunction of rights and knowledge not discussed shankara has not entered here into a lengthy discussion of the demerits of the doctrine of the conjunction of rights and knowledge as a means to liberation for the obvious reason that the doctrine is ruled out by the very nature of the third question propounded by nachiketas he requests yama to enlighten him as to the nature of reality which is beyond all religious works and yama's answer to it forms the main theme of this upanishad avidya and maya 
in an important passage which we have already referred to shankara describes avidya as the seed of samsara of transmigration swabhavikasya ajnanasya samsara bijasya and in commenting on the expression mahataha param avyaktam the avyakta is greater than the mahat he describes avyakta also as the seed of the world avyaktam sarvasya jagato bija bija bhutam avyagrata nam roopa satatvam while in explaining gudhotmana prakashate this hidden atman does not shine forth he says that atman is enveloped in avidyamaya gudha samvrata samvrataha darshana shravanaadi karma avidyamaya chhannah putting these statements together some have drawn the corollary that avidya and maya are perfectly identical and hence it is wrong to make any distinction between them in shankara's vedanta a close examination of the sutra bhasha however reveals that avidya is false knowledge tame tame evam lakshanam adhyasam pandita avidyeti manyante adhyaso nama nama atasmin tadbuddhi ityavochama mithya pratyerupah whereas maya is something objective falsely imagined by avidya to exist avidya kalpite nama rupe ishwarasya maya shaktihi prakritihi in his commentation of the sutra devoted to the elucidation of the connotation of the term avyakta shankara gives two alternative impression interpretations one treating it as the objective maya and the other as the subjective avidya or ignorance thus disclosing that he does not identify the two concepts hence i have explained the passage treating of swabhavika ajnana as meaning that the innate ignorance of man is responsible for all the evils of mundane life while the passage on avyakta i have interpreted to describe the seed or material cause of the world sarvasya jagato bijam avyagrata satatvam in conformity with the brahadaranyaka and the sutra bhashya already cited amarakosha the dictionary of sanskrita synonyms heturna karanam bijam is favorable to either interpretation and so the context alone can justify the meaning we choose again the bhashya which describes atman as enveloped in avidya maya i have taken to mean that the self appears as the individual soul to be enveloped by the conditioning adjuncts such as the organs of sight or hearing which in reality are the products of maya the figment of avidya the critical reader alone can judge as to which of the two views the one identifying avidya and maya and the other distinguishing them as subjective and objective appeals to him as being consistent with the spirit of shankara's bhashya next agama and tarka there are two words which just like avidya and maya are liable to be misunderstood some have taken agama invariably to mean shruti or revelation and they believe that shruti is to be entirely relied upon as the only means of acquiring vedantic knowledge while tarka or reason is to be altogether eschewed in the case of brahman since the shruti expressly declares that the knowledge of brahman cannot be attained through ratiocination but this view does not seem to fit in with the spirit of shankara's commentary since we find in the bhasha as well as the in the upanishad itself a good deal of reasoning employed shankara's actual position in this matter can be gathered from his comment on the verse naisha tarkena this knowledge of atman is not to be attained through ratiocination or mere reasoning based upon one's own guessing nor can it be sublated by that reasoning naisha tarkena so buddhi abhyuha matrena आपनीया न प्रापणीया 
ಇತ್ಯರ್ಥ ನ ಅಪನೇತವ್ಯ ವಾ ನ ಹಾತವ್ಯ ಎ ಮೀಯರ್ ಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಯುಲೇಟರ್ ವಿದೌಟ್ ದಿ ಏಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಗಮ ತಾರ್ಕಿಕೋ ಹಿ ಅನಾಗಮಜ್ಞ ಎವರ್ಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಹೀಸ್ ಓನ್ ಇಂಟೆಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಡಿವೈಸ್ಡ್ ಹೆನ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಈಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಗಾಟ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಥ್ರೂ ಸಮ್ ಸಮ್ವನ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ದಿ ಡೈಲೆಕ್ಟೀಷಿಯನ್ ಥ್ರೂ ಆ್ಯನ್ ಆಚಾರ್ಯ ಕನ್ವರ್ಸೆಂಟ್ ವಿತ್ ಆಗಮ ದಿ ಆಗಮ ಹಿ ರೆಫರ್ ಟು ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಟ್ರೆಡಿಷನಲ್ ಮೆಥಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ವಿಚ್ ಕನ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಎನಲ್ ಎನಲ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಬೈ ರೀಸನಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಅಲಿಯನ್ ಪ್ರಾಪರ್ಟೀಸ್ ಸೂಪರ್ ಇಂಪೋಸ್ಡ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ದಿ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಬೈ ಅವಿದ್ಯಾ ಆರ್ ಇನ್ನೇಟ್ ಇಗ್ನೋರೆನ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪರ್ಪಸ್ ದಿ ಲೈನ್ ಆಫ್ ರೀಸನಿಂಗ್ ಸಜೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ಶ್ರುತಿ ಈಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಪ್ರಿಫರ್ಡ್ ಟು ಡ್ರೈ ರ್ಯಾಶಿಯೋಸಿನೇಷನ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಫಾರ್ಮನ್ ಇಸ್ ಬೇಸ್ಡ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸಲ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಂಪಲ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಚ್ ವೇದಿಕ್ ರೀಸನಿಂಗ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಬೀನ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಾಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ದಿ ಬಾಡಿ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಡ್ಯೂಸ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸಂಸ್ಕೃತ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ ಇಟ್ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ರೆಡಿಲಿ ಸೀನ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ನೋ ಮಿಯರ್ ಸಿಲ್ಲಾಗಿಸಮ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಲೊಜಿಷಿಯನ್ ಬಟ್ ರಾದರ್ ಹೆಲ್ಪ್ಸ್ ಟು ದಿ ಸೀಕರ್ ಇನ್ ರೆಂಡರಿಂಗ್ ರೆಂಡರಿಂಗ್ ಉಪನಿಷದ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಮೋರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೋರ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜಿಬಲ್ ಬೈ ಡಿಸೋಸಿಯೇಟ್ಸ್ ಡಿಸೋಸಿಯೇಟಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ಸೂಪರ್ ಇಂಪೋಸ್ಡ್ ಎಲಿಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಯೋಗ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಕಾಠಕ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಕಠೋ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಈಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಫೌಂಡ್ ಎ ಸರ್ಟಿನ್ ಯೋಗ ಟಾಟ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಬಾಡಿ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಕ್ ಅಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮ ಯೋಗಾಧಿಗಮೇನಧೀರೋ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಗೇನ್ ಟು ದಿ ಎಗೇನ್ ಎಟ್ ದಿ ಕನ್ಕ್ಲೂಷನ್ ವಿದ್ಯಾಮೇತಾಂ ಯೋಗ ವಿಧಿಂಚ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ನೆಸೆಸರಿ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಆಫ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ನೌ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಯೋಗ ಇನ್ ಶಂಕರ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ದೆರ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಬಿಲೀಫ್ ಇನ್ ಸರ್ಟನ್ ಕ್ವಾರ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ನೋನ್ ಫುಲ್ಲಿ ಥ್ರೂ ಅಟೆಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಟು ವೇದಿಕ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಅನ್ಲೆಸ್ ಒನ್ ಎಟೇನ್ಸ್ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸೇಷನ್ ಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ಕಾರ ಥ್ರೂ ದಿ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಯೋಗ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಮಿಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ವ್ಯೂ ಎಟ್ ಸಮ್ ಲೆಂತ್ ಇನ್ ಸಂಸ್ಕೃತ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕನ್ಕ್ಲೂಸಿವ್ಲಿ ಶೋನ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಅಕಾರ್ಡಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಶಂಕರ ದ ಡಾಕ್ಟ್ರೈನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸೋ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಈಸ್ ಅನ್ಟೆನೇಬಲ್ ಅನ್ಟೆನೇಬಲ್ ಇನ್ ಆಸ್ ಮಚ್ ಆಸ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಈಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ರಿವೀಲ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನೆವರ್ ರಿಮೋಟ್ ಆರ್ ಒಬ್ಸ್ಕ್ಯೂರ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಅದರ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ಇಗ್ನೋರೆನ್ಸ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಡ್ರಾನ್ ಅಟೆನ್ಷನ್ ಟು ದಿ ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಶಂಕರ ಟೀಚರ್ಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಎ ಫ್ಯೂ ಗಿಫ್ಟೆಡ್ ಸೋಲ್ಸ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡೂ ರಿಯಲೈಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಐಡೆಂಟಿಟಿ ವಿತ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಥ್ರೂ ಉಪನಿಷದಿಕ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಸಕೃದುಕ್ತಮೇವ ವೈಲ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ ರೆಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಆಸ್ಪಿರೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸಫಿಷಿಯೆಂಟ್ಲಿ ಇಂಟ್ರೋವರ್ಟ್ ದಿ ಅಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮ ಯೋಗ ಆರ್ ದಿ ಆರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ವಿತ್ಡ್ರಾಯಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಟೇಯಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಟೇಯಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಆನ್ ದಿ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಮೇ ಬಿ ನೆಸೆಸರಿ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ಇಂಟ್ಯೂಟಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ರಿಯಲ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಲಿಬರೇಷನ್ with regard to final liberation liberation from all bondage the prevalent notion is that liberation in the present life is only secondary since there remains a residue of avidya until the mortal coil is shuffled off the sanskrita introduction shows the untenable of this view also untenability of this view also shankara no doubt admits a gradual liberation in the case of the that is krama mukti of the devotees of the lower brahman but for those whose ignorance desires and karma avidya uh, kama karma are altogether destroyed simultaneously with the dawn of knowledge jivan mukti or liberation while yet living ihaiva is an undeniable fact videha mukti or liberation after uh, disembodiment is only figuratively called liberation merely because the enlightened souls no more take on a fresh body puna shariram na grannahati ityartha next conclusion shankara system is thus seen to be quite dissimilar to any other darshana in that one unlike the karma mimamsakas and other vedantins who real rely on the authority of the vedas he holds that shruti is a
Second, unlike the Buddhistic nihilists, Shunyavadins, who declare the whole universe to be essenceless, Nisvabhava, he maintains that there is one reality which serves as the ground of all else, all else which is superimposed upon it. Three, unlike the Sankhyas and others who rely on cold ratiocination alone as the primary source of knowledge of the ultimate cause of the world, he appeals to the Vedic line of reasoning which rests upon verifiable experience at every step. And fourth, unlike the followers of Patanjali and others who teach the practice of yoga as the sine qua non for attaining and resting in the true nature of individual self, he makes use of the Adhyatma Yoga, Adhyatma Yoga only as a means to turn the mind inward by dissolving all unreal elements into the only self which is the ground of all apparent phenomena. The Notes on the Upanishad This small Upanishad contains many a gem of spiritual teaching which Shankara's Bhashya has brought to light. I have therefore edited it with the same care that has been taken with regard to the Kena and the Mundaka. For my notes on this Upanishad as elsewhere, I have depended upon Shankara himself rather than the glossators, Yakhyanakaras. Neither Anandagiri nor Balagopalendra Yatindra can be trusted as safe guides throughout, since they are both very recent writers as shown in the Sanskrit introduction. So, this ends the Kataka Upanishad introduction. Next, the Mundaka Upanishad. We shall continue in the next session. So, this ends the seventh session in the introductions to Vedanta texts by Shri Shri Sachidanandan Saraswati Swamiji. Hari Rama, Sadguru Jaranara Vindara Piramastu, Sarvejana Sukhino Bhavantu, Om Tat Satak.